Hello! Welcome to the podcast from ThatGuitarLover.com. My name's Ross. I'll be your host for these episodes. Enjoy! Welcome to the podcast at ThatGuitarLover.com. Sustain. The word is used almost like unicorn. Something rumored, rarely seen. Certainly we can find some instruments in electronics that will make sustain last longer, but there's more to it than just kit, isn't there? As is typical, the answer is, it depends. Some guitars sustain very well, others don't. Sustain can last a long time, but often at a level that we don't hear. So, while there is sustain, we don't perceive that there is. Now, not all music types demand endless sustain, that's why pianos have sustain pedals. You use it when you need it. But when we use sustain effectively with guitar or bass, we can make it sound richer and more expensive. Now, when people started playing with fuzz, distortion, and overdrive circuits, they discovered that a side effect of these tools could be additional sustain. Not a bad thing at all, but what if you wanted your sound to stay clean? Recording studios have had devices that, when used properly, could do this kind of work for many years. They're called compressors. A compressor, at a very fundamental level, lowers the volume of peaks and increases the volume of low signals. That which is loud gets quieter, and that which is quieter gets louder. It's a compression of dynamic range. Studio compressors typically offer settings for attack, how quickly the compressor grabs the signal, and release how long the compressor holds onto the signal, and ratio how much compression is being applied relative to the origin signal. Some compressors added controls for threshold, which impacted at what level compression started to kick in, as well as for knee, which defines how harsh the transition from uncompressed to compressed would be. There have been compressor pedals for guitars and basses for a while. Most had fairly limited controls, and while they could potentially increase sustain, you could hear them when engaged because things sounded very squishy. Some of these circuits, when set inappropriately, would generate other noises, like clicks during transitions. And as a result, compressors were not widely used on pedal boards while still remaining critical in the studio. There had to be a way to get studio-type compressors into a pedal. Studio compressors fall into some fairly standard designs. They can be driven by tubes or transistors. Some use optical sensors and LEDs to define the amount of compression. Others use voltage-controlled amplifiers or VCAs. Some use field effect transistors. And each of these compressors has its own characteristics. VCA-style compressors are often referred to as studio comps. They have a very fast attack and a very hard knee. Optical compressors are known for their very smooth response. A great example is the Teletronics LA-2A family. FET compressors, field effect transistor compressors, are known for fast attack, a very wide range, and snappy response. The best known example of this kind of compressor is the Universal Audio 1176 family. There are also dual compressors that give you different compression controls for frequencies that are defined by a crossover.
the pedal compressors that appeared on the market to deliver these more sophisticated compression models came much later than the squishy kind. Some of the original compressors were the Ross or the MXR Dynacomp, but some players hated the squish, and as a consequence, after their first look at compressors, never looked back or at any of the alternatives to come since then. While the Diamond Company from Nova Scotia, Canada appears to have shut down, their Diamond compressor brought that wonderful optical compression right to the pedal board. And as a consequence, a Diamond compressor is still valued very highly in the used marketplace. Origin Effects from the UK were one of the first companies to bring the FET style of compressor to the market on a pedal with their Cali 76 compressor. It offers superb fine control and is not squishy. The Effectrode company, also from the UK, built a tube-powered pedal compressor that would emulate the LA-2A. And like the LA-2A, it does either compression or, if you turn it up, it acts as a limiter. In the space of a dedicated compressor designed to do the one thing very well, I own and use all three. I've certainly tried others, but for electric guitar, I recommend one of these. For an amplified acoustic guitar, I personally found that I prefer the Empress FX Compressor Mark II. There was nothing wrong with the Mark I. The Mark II is simply smaller and has, I think, a nicer user layout. It takes up less space. That's not a bad thing. It offers a high level of control in a small box and handles the very different tonal palette that comes from an acoustic with a great pickup. Other makers, such as Strymon, have brought multifunction compressors to market. Their model, called the Compadre, can either do studio, although it behaves more like an FET compressor than a VCA compressor, but it can also emulate the traditional squishy type pedal compressors, like those first delivered under the Ross branding, and of course copied by lots of other companies. The Compadre is a very nice pedal compressor. It's extremely well designed and sounds very good indeed, as you would expect from the people at Strymon. My most recent compressor is a new multifunction compressor from the folks at Source Audio. It's called the Atlas. What appealed to me is the incredible quality of experience with other products from Source Audio, and that the Atlas, in a single box, delivers multiple compressor functions. It does VCA. It does Studio Optical. Studio FET. Dual Range. Optical Pedal. Think an emulation of the Diamond Compressor. And it, of course, also does dual with high-frequency isolation for when you need to make maximum clarity of your high end. So why do I have this fascination with compressors? And why do I believe that every guitarist or bassist should have a compressor? Well, I'm not a squishy fan, partly because I learned to use compression in studio scenarios, and my mentors use compressors to help ensure that the guitar fit well in the mix. Now, as a recordist, I've used compressors for guitars, drums, and vocals, again, to help them fit best in the mix. But what if you're playing in a band or playing live without a professional sound engineer who brought a rack-based compressor with him or herself? Well, you can use a compressor on your board to help make your instrument fit the mix better. And if you're playing on your own, 
and you want to richen your tone, that pedal bass compressor can make a big difference on your clean work, especially if you're playing a lot of single note lines, like jazz for example, or even a clean rock or rockabilly type of signal, where you're not doing a lot of distortion, which would give you sustain, but you still want sustain on your clean signal. Now invariably folks will say, well, what's the default settings for a compressor? There are none. You're gonna find settings that work for you and that's gonna be based on the instrument, the amplifier, your playing style, what your hand is like in terms of your, of your pick dynamics. And you're probably gonna to want to use different compression settings for different songs. It's kind of like any other pedal. You gotta play with it. But I have to encourage you to use a compressor. People will tell you that a good compressor can't be heard. But if you had one, and it was activated and you turned it off, you'd notice the difference. That's probably a pretty good analogy for what to look for. You don't want that one that's going to be noisy. You don't want one that's going to dramatically change the tone of your sound. You're simply looking for something that's going to richen it and where appropriate increases sustain. Choose the compressor that you like best. And that means typically going into a regular guitar store and trying a few. Pick the one you like, but I would encourage you to consider a multifunction compressor when you go shopping. It, when you embrace compression, you will get nicer tone and you'll get that sustain that you've been seeking. As always, thanks for listening. And until next time, peace. <laughs>